it's episode 50 of Brew Bloods, and to celebrate such a minor achievement, we're back on the Dallas Brew Bus to visit Division Brewing, Collective Brewing Project, and Community Beer Company. So settle up, beer buddies. This is Brew Bloods. Drink beer. Think beer. You're listening to Brew Bloods. Well, welcome to uh, episode 50 of Brew Bloods. Uh, it's a minor accomplishment in podcasting to reach episode 50. We have Very a minor. Here. Very minor. P- perhaps the it's most... It's basically not really even notable. I think the only uh, more minor accomplishment you can have is getting to episode 2. Yeah. Which we got to a long time ago. So That's true. Maybe uh, 25. That's we're, kind of a barometer. But not really. Last call? Okay. All right. We'll be there shortly. Uh, we are, Who are you talking to, Mark? I was talking to Tron, one of uh, our okay. uh, fancy Dallas Brew Bus uh, personnel. Is he fancy? He is fancy. Uh, We are Division Brewing. We are back here on the Dallas Brew Bus one year after, almost one year to the month at least. Last time was April. Yeah, it's been been a little bit. And uh, if you want to hear interviews with the Dallas Brew Bus guys, go back to... Whatever, April of uh, 2015. Probably something we might try to do a little more frequently yeah. than once a year. This this time we're getting out to Arlington and Fort Worth to their breweries because we never come out here because of the whole drinking and driving situation. Because it's far. It is far. Uh, we're at Division Brewing right now, which is in the town of Arlington, Texas, which is which is where the Dallas Cowboys play. Uh, not Dallas. <laughs> right. Uh, very much so not And the Dallas. Texas Rangers. Yeah. And uh, any, any sports ball you want to see. It's yep. pretty much out here at all the major league uh, sports, other than the, I guess, Stars and Mavericks, but half of the major league sports yes. are out here. It's uh, Sports Town USA. And if you want to get wet and wild, or if uh, you want to go to Six Flags, all of that stuff's out here. Arlington is yep. the city of bits. The city of bits, yeah. Yep. Uh, Division Brewing is a brewery that started, uh, it's only about three months old. The yep. owner and his wife both still work in finance. They still work their full-time jobs, and they do this on the side. They are located on Main Street in Arlington, and it's a small warehouse. Uh, they are definitely a microbrewery, but surprisingly, they have like 16 beers. Yeah, they got a lot. Party. They have a lot of stuff going on. And they do. They do. They seem to specialize mostly in IPAs, and they have a few sours going on. And then they have a few others, like they have a stout, they have an English mild ale, they have a Berliner Weiss, and then they have a Belgian wit. Sounds like the sours may expand uh, yeah. as they continue, but we'll see. Yeah, so uh, we had we each had uh, four beers here Uh and I had the Trace Corneo, the Rosalie, which is a hibiscus wit. The Trace Corneo is a triple IPA. The Cosmic Wah, which is a East Coast IPA. And I had the, we both had the Frankenfroth, which was a, a West Coast IPA as well. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. Um, so what, what were your overall thoughts, though? Um, like, I, just as a brewery in general, what, what's your thoughts? Because there's... Well, first I mean, of all, they're super nice. Yeah. Very welcoming here. And they have a cool little setup here. Uh I don't know. They, they were super nice to us. I, I really like what... I was surprised by their portfolio being as big as it was, of course. Yeah, I, um, I agree with that, too. I'll tell you what I was surprised I by. I thought they had a lot more stuff. Yeah, like... Sorry, like you're saying, I, I, they had more stuff than I expected. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised by the Rosalie, which is the uh, hibiscus wit they have. Yep. It, it tasted so much like a cider. I was I was very surprised. Not that it was bad, because it was very good. But it was it's almost a cider. It's that close. And it has a really cool color, color to it. If you go check this out on uh, Untapped, there's pictures... Um, of that of that beer, it's yeah. got a really really cool, almost Hawaiian punch like flavor, like a rose color, color. color. almost like a rose. Yeah, the one yeah. I the one I really liked, I like two of them. The Trace Corneo I really liked, which was a triple IPA at eleven point two percent, one hundred fifty percent ABU. I'm sorry, one hundred fifty IBU. Um, for a triple IPA, the hops were very noticeable, and normally they're not. But I think that one hundred fifty IBU is really showing itself. Yeah, I mean that's a pretty strong IBU. Um, like you said, the Frankenfroth we both had. Uh, I also had a sour called Field Equation, and yeah. um, 
You know, I, I like that quite a bit. I know you're not a big sour guy. It, t- it tasted like wet, dirty feet to me. Yeah, uh, but that's, you know, that's just Mark's problem. Yeah. Uh, he just doesn't like sour, so I wouldn't necessarily discount that uh, as anything against the beer. That's just against yeah. Mark's palate. Uh, but the, I also tried the Rock Flag and Eagle, uh, which is also a pretty solid pretty solid IPA as yeah. well. Yeah, and the, the Frankenfroth, which we both had here at the end, uh, I was surprised by it. It's it's a little more sweet than I expected it to be. Um, it's a West Coast IPA at 8.2% ABV and 115 IBU. Uh, not overly bitter, even considering 115 IBU. No, not overly bitter at all. And that's, I mean, that's someone, if you're not an IPA fan, of course, it's going to be overly bitter. But as a bitter fan, sure. as an IPA fan, not as, not as bitter as I expected. I think it's very well balanced. And yes, I would agree. It's, it's very balanced. It's medium body, effervescent. Uh, the the first one we had, uh, that Trace Corneo, was really heavy. It's AAA, of course. It's very boozy and very, very thick. Uh, this one is very well balanced. I think it's a, a good example of a, of a West Coast IPA. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah, and, and they even state, you know, they have some IPAs that are more West Coast. They have some that are more uh, Northeastern. And, yeah. you know, they kind of... They kind of go across the uh, whole swath of options, yeah. which is kind of nice. Um, it, it's the only brewery I've ever seen that does just IPAs and mm-hmm. sours. That's well, quite an interesting combo. I mean, I know yeah. they have a couple of other one-offs, but I mean, those are their two focuses. Yeah, it's pretty much IPAs and sours. They, they're like they're they're big they're big focus. So. Hey, it's a special appearance by Jordan from Dallas Brew Bus. How's it going, Jordan? Good day. How are y'all? Good. That thing really picks up <laughs> quite well. Sneeze on you in a minute. Go for it. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can capture that. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> so, uh, Jordan, what's your uh, favorite beer from Division? Uh, as always, the one in my hand is amazing. I love it. <laughs> what are you drinking? Whatever's available. Uh, Bruce Sean told me he's been drinking all week on the Magnifera 100% Brett Sour, and I can see why. It's delicious. Yeah, I, I just not. I'm not a sour fan. Mm. So, but I. I wish I keep trying. I found one to acquire the taste. Yeah, I've, I found one out of Denmark. Dustin said I liked one other from Sam Adams. Yeah. Um, but I keep trying the sours. Yeah. I, I just haven't. I haven't latched onto that flavor profile yet. Yeah, I mean, I was the same way. It was probably the last type of beer I can think of right now that I wasn't a fan of. You know, I was just like, I don't want to drink those. And then you know, you find the one, and you're kind of like. Oh, I see what you've been saying the whole all along, but you know I have a different perspective. This one beer like opened it up, you know, yeah. So uh, I yeah. think that's why I'm not a big Jester King fan for now because they only do farmhouse and wild ales and sours, and yeah. I just can't get behind that. You know? Yeah, you yeah. said you said you had one from overseas that was real good. Yeah, it was the uh, Tool Yeast uh, Christ Super Sour. Yeah, Tool's really good. Um, I would say there's there's a handful of those real small breweries over. Yeah, uh, they're from uh, Denmark, I think, and then yep. yeah. yeah saying and then uh obviously belgium and whatnot so uh, i'd shop over there first to find the one you like and yeah. then branch out from there it's kind of hard though considering yeah. it's you can't yeah. it's hard to get the cheap flight over, over. just no, go I'm over a jump for sure it's right? not a big yeah. deal for you <laughs> yeah i was surprised to see that uh we heard from our friend stefan who lives in sweden and jester king actually traveled over there this week to sweden or to copenhagen made their way over to uh, copenhagen you guys did actually yeah 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 yeah, yeah. wow yeah, that was cool and then um oh there was somebody else that I was really surprised that was small enough that you wouldn't think they would be over there, like yet. Considered they're not even in the contiguous fifty yet. Right. But it's good to see. The, it's good to see the little. Texas I think Prairie Artisan went over there too. Prairie, that's who it was. Yeah, because yeah, he said he had the Simcoe, he had the the coffee, uh, the coffee bomb, and one other. I forget which. But yeah, I was surprised. Like these little little breweries around here. I guess Prairie's not Texas, oh. but still, quote unquote little. Yeah, yeah little. They're, yeah. they're decent size. Yeah, they're decent, but still, you would. They're not even in the contiguous fifty. You would think. They right. would try to go there first, but it's such a beer culture over there. I can see why they're getting over there. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Some of those guys, man, they just make ripples, you know? Like, you just drop one little stone in the pond, like Jester King and Prairie, like you said. I mean, guys know who they are from, you know, California to yeah. Sweden, like you said, which is nuts, you know? Like, you know, you, you don't think of 
Texas and Oklahoma is having stuff like, you know, Cigar City and the brewery, but, you know, when people are talking about them in New York and Sweden and Seattle and whatnot, you're like, well, this could be something. So yeah, yep, keep absolutely. doing what you're doing, guys. So, yep. yeah. and we need to do, do another episode of the bomb because I think I had a bad – I think last when we did the Prairie Bomb, I think I had a contaminated bomb. <laughs> I'm convinced of that now. I finally we, bought another one. but We had the most feedback ever on that episode, yeah. and uh, 90% of it was negative. So Yeah, Reddit yeah, exploded. It would be good. Red, again, yeah. yep. Reddit exploded with my negative yeah. review of the bomb. Uh, but <laughs> It I think, was mostly your fault. Yeah, I, yeah, I would yeah. agree. Mine, no, I, mine was good. I'm convinced now that I had it contaminated, not to the point of vomiting like you did with Goose Island. <laughs> True. But um, I think I had a contaminated bomb, so we're going to try that again. I, I want to give them another chance. For sure. All right. Well, next right. stop, we are heading out here shortly. We're going to collect it. Yeah. You're going to drop the mic and right. take a cruise out to Fort Worth. <laughs> stop number two. So, second stop on the uh, Dallas Brew Bus today is Collective Brewing Project. Why are you so NPR sounding? Well, it's, I don't know, it's hard to tell here. Boom. We're all... The second stop on the Brew Bus tour today. <laughs> We're all kind of packed closely here at these tables, yes. so... Uh, especially given the comments you're about to make, I think we should probably bring it on down a little bit. This is a collective brewery collective brewing, project. Yes. Yeah, uh, we are in Fort Worth. Fort Worth. It's basically the opposite side of the Metroplex. That is west of Dallas, Mark. It is west of Dallas and west of Arlington, where we just were at Division. That is true, too. Uh, they are, I think they're a year and a half old, and they seem to be more experimental than a lot of breweries in the area. A lot that of breweries in the area are... I mean, it's probably, as goes with most breweries, they're more traditional, your traditional beers. Uh, These guys are much more willing to play around with not only crazy flavors, as we'll talk about here in a second, but they also, they play with Britannomyces a lot. Uh, They do a lot of wild ales, a lot of saisons. These guys probably would swap somebody's belly button and make a beer out of it. Yeah, or somebody's vagina, absolutely. Perhaps. They might swap your butt and go for some butt yeast. They might end up doing that. They might they, just have people coming in in groups and just being bendigo, swabbed. Bending <laughs> spreading the cheeks. <laughs> we can't confirm they're going to do that. We'll give you. It, it's possible. We'll give you a six ounce of our worst beer for a butt swab. Right. <laughs> now you wanted to. You had a topic uh, off the air that you wanted to broach on here on the show. Well, not necessarily, but we talked about it off air. But we can talk. Well, about it Well, you said you wanted to talk about it on the show. Well, you pushed me to talk about it on no, air. No, I so didn't. I'll do you it. said I didn't so, push you. This is Mark's subject, and it is. <laughs> How come so many people wear yoga pants these days? <laughs> it's like a going out. Well, I think it's like required. Yeah, I, I think it's ever. I would say the the records of entertainment for a brewery these days, at least here in Texas, is a game of cornhole. Now, yes, uh, if you have you're cornhole not, and yoga pants, that's it, like an ongoing thing. In my day, cornhole was called beanbag toss. Yes, it's not called cornhole. Yes, uh, but for some reason, the Midwest has infected us, and now it's being called cornhole everywhere. And if you're not familiar with this game, basically you have two slanted boards at about a. Uh, 35 degree angle. Yes. And they have they have holes in them. They have holes in them and then you play on opposing sides teams and you it's somewhat like curling but throwing beanbags. You toss yes. beanbags into a hole and if you knock I think if you knock somebody I don't know the rules whatever. I don't really care. I don't know. But it's in every single I think single you're trying brewery. to throw it through the hole. That's your yeah. whole point. Get it in the hole. Throw your um, corn through the hole. Throw your which the corn is a beanbag. Yes, the corn. <laughs> and it's it's a bag of real corn. It's kind of confusing. It's a giant piece of corn. It's GMO corn. Yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense, really, no. the way we explain it, but that's okay. Yeah, just go go to YouTube, type in cornhole. And you have to wear yoga pants as you're playing it. Go to go to X Hamster and type in cornhole. I'm sure you'll find out <laughs> how to play that game. You'll find some interesting results, I'm sure. So, the I don't know, the, the whole yoga pants thing, it's not just a... I mean, today we stumbled on... Every, the, every single, meaning all two breweries we've been to, yes. are just filled with yoga pants. Yoga wear in general. It's and all, yeah. 
And let's, I mean, let's specify it's women. It's not men wearing these, but... I, I don't know. I, I, I haven't saw, seen men I wearing them. I thought I saw a man wearing one. Did maybe you? That was, maybe that was at the yeah. gym earlier. I could be... Uh, I was drunk at the gym, too, so... Yeah. Uh, it, it is. It's, it seems to be, like, the de facto fashion now. Yeah. And... I don't know. It, it, I Did blame Flip or Flop started. I was gonna say I blame Flip or Flop. I blame yeah. Christina f- uh, and, and Tard from that show. Yes. for starting this revolution. Although El, I, El Musa is that the last name? Yeah, yeah. Tard yeah. El Musa. Google and Christina. Christina El Musa and you'll see. Yeah, what, or just what, what she's wearing. That's what everyone's wearing. And every single episode, they're wearing. She's wearing some sort of workout gear. Right. And she's never sweaty. Does, doesn't appear to have worked out. She's always perfectly quaffed. Much like most of these people. Yes, perfectly quaffed. Yeah. I don't know if we stumbled on a yoga party today or a yoga explosion. Yeah. Or it's just, it's easy to throw on some yoga pants and go to Somehow everyone home. got together and decided it was yoga pants day. We somehow missed that. Maybe it's hashtag yoga pants maybe day. Maybe we should be wearing yoga pants. Maybe, we should, maybe I, we're supposed to. I mean, i got to be honest with you, the compression shorts I wear to work out in, super comf. Yeah. You know? So if I want to be super millennial hippio with my <laughs> with my yoga pant, I think I might. Hey, fit you in. normally just wear those with nothing covering it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wear a, a bare midriff shirt and <laughs> yoga pants, and then compression shorts. He flaunts his package everywhere. Yes. That's kind of the long and short of it. But yeah, it's like it's become sport cash now. Yes, totes sport cash is is the fashion de rigueur. Is that what they call on fleek? I think that is on fleek. If I don't you know want, what that means. If you want to be on fleek with your bay, yeah. you go tote sports cash. Bay. Bra. That. Yeah, how do you say bay? Is it bay? bay? I don't know. Bay? I don't know. It's a dumb word, bay? though. It's a really, really dumb word. On fleek with your bay? Yeah. The other thing I don't like is the advent. This isn't very, you know, beer talk <laughs> oriented, care. but, you know. It is around the beer culture because we are in beer culture today. Yeah. And we're seeing a lot of yoga pants. It's part of yoga pants, our beer culture. And yes. even our friends over at Tufts Brewery, they now have yoga, uh, a yoga and beer session. Yes. Where you do yoga at the brewery and then you end up with beer in your hand. You either do yoga or you eat crawfish. That's kind of the yeah, new thing. And crawfish, another explosion. Crawfish boil, broil. And again, broil, I don't. Boils. Broil. Broil. I don't know if this is Texas or if it's everywhere, but here in the South, at least in Texas, Everyone we got a crawfish, crawfish I mean, at you anytime you go in a brewery these days. <laughs> yeah, you walk in, they hand you a glass, they throw a crawfish in your face. <laughs> it's weird. It's a weird combo. It's a weird, it's a weird culture. But uh, crawfish has always been a big thing here in Texas, but it seemed like it's really taken off. And, and a lot of beer these breweries have been around a long time and not done that right. until this year. And it's become doing bro- uh, boils. It's become why a fashion thing. Broil. I don't know. I don't know I'm obsessed with the broil. I don't know. I, why, do you, why do you enjoy broiling a good roast? <laughs> exactly. It is your favorite cooking method. You go home broiling. and broil some things. Why are you in your yoga pants and saying, yes. I'm Leak. I'm gonna broil a side of ribs or something. Broil everything. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> this is a generic statement. It's weird. Fashion trends are weird. Yeah, that is very, <laughs> very generic. It's just weird how it moves through the. Through That's the almost so generic it wasn't worth saying. Yeah, I'm gonna retract that statement. Ah, sounds good. So, Mark, the have you described what you had here yet? The other thing I don't like seeing is the advent, the return. Of, I don't like seeing the return of the manjing. The mom- are you, are the are you speaking? Can you not hear me? No. I don't like seeing the Monji. You can't hear me at all. He doesn't have a headphones on. I can't hear you. It is the return of the mom pants. Mom jeans? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's returning to form. The mom waistline. That should die. I, it should absolutely die. It should never come back. Yeah. I that mean, was that was bad the first nobody time. Likes, nobody likes uh, high-waist pants on a man either. Nobody likes Fred from I Love Lucy. <laughs> remember he had the tiny tie and the high-waist? I waist? do remember that. Nobody likes that. Yes. Nobody likes that. So stop it. Just stop it. It's not a cool look. It is not. Stop saying fleek. Stop saying bay. <laughs> Put on some regular pants. Cool will always endure. Bay and fleek will die. Yes. Return to cargo shorts like the cool kids. Yes. So I guess we should move on to talking actually about the beer. Yeah, side. here's here's the beer talk. I mean, first of all, are you complaining about the yoga pants? I'm not complaining. I'm just noting. 
It's a noted noted, a noted trend. Noted thing in your mind? Yes. You're going to take a middle picture of and... <laughs> Mark, Mark has scoped all the yoga pants he's seen today, so yeah. you gotta, go, go you, look for it at the Mark. you got to put it in your bank. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they have... Uh, we had... I, I went for one of their more experiment, experiment, yeah, experimental brews here, and that was the Wabi Sabi. The 5% Japanese Goza, as I said earlier, that... Um, I did. I guess that was on the Periscope. I didn't say it here, but yeah, uh, it is. You did say it earlier. Though. It's Japanese goza. I did, uh, and it's brewed with ramen, ginger, and lemongrass. Ramen noodles, ginger, gra- uh, ginger grass, ginger and lemongrass, and I really didn't know what to expect out of this beer. I really just took a flyer on it, and the best thing I can compare it to is eating ramen. The well, no, surprisingly not. No, it's oh, okay. Uh, the the main uh, nutritional product for kids in Kentucky, Mountain Dew. Yeah, it tastes so much like Mountain Dew. It's crazy. It tastes like oh, it tastes almost like a diet Mountain Dew if you've had that. Interesting. That and does not taste like ramen. No, it doesn't. I thought really thought it would have more of a, a noodley flavor. Yeah, I thought it would noodle with my noodle, and it didn't. Uh, but I was really surprised. This it tasted. It was very lemony, of course, with lemongrass. Sure. Uh, and it kind of reminded. It was a little bit grassy, hence the yeah. grass of the lemongrass plus the lemon. Sure. Kind of reminded me of uh, lawnmower from St. Arnold in Houston. Right. Which was my gateway beer back in the day, uh, so I was very surprised by that beer. Yep. The other one I had was uh, the end of the week. W e a k, dark chocolate milk stout at seven percent. Now that's one we both had. Yeah, we both had that. Seven point three percent ABV. Very different, actually. Yeah, and the it's fact like, that it had the dark chocolate. That's it's made with dark, was, dark bitter chocolate, and yeah. it was very present in the beer. Yes. And I'm not a I'm not a dark chocolate fan. We've said that before. Bitter chocolate. Uh, my wife is, so she'd probably really like it. For yeah. me, it's a one and done beer, and it very much falls in that dessert beer category. Yeah, I think even drinking like a full a full pour of that might be a, a kind of a lot. I think even these these tiny sample glasses, there's yeah. plenty of it. Yeah, that really. that was enough for me. Yeah. No, not that it was bad because it, it was actually really well done. No, no, it wasn't bad. It was just. It, but I, don't know. I will say to to their to their point. Or to to that end, it was a really well or to done. Their point. Or to their point, my point. Even though whatever. they're not making a point, <laughs> it's it's really well done for what it is. Yeah. It's just the little glass is enough for me. Maybe half, maybe a little bit more. But uh, the, the milk stout, the milk in the milk stout really comes through. It, it really really shines along with oh, the dark chocolate. Yeah, just the uh, bitterness of the dark chocolate, which is not used much. Yeah. It's a good it's, combo. It's very interesting. It's a good combo. But it's a very different type of milk stout. Yeah. It's it's very different for a chocolate beer than most we've had. Yeah. Um, but it's really well done. It's yeah, just, so I, I agree. Don't, I don't need that much of it. So yeah, it's, I agree with all of that. It's just a little too sweet for me uh, and a little too heavy in that category. Yeah. Now, the other one I had, I had two more. The Citrus Citrus, which is a wheat made with citra hops and brewed with elderflower and orange peel. Angry Orchard made, the last couple years, has made an elderflower cider that is really good. It's the best cider they make. And then they uh, killed it. They killed it, but then they brought it back this year, apparently. Oh, did they? But oh, only okay. in the variety packs. You can't buy it in six packs anymore, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. So, it's a real, I love that flavor, and so I, was, I really had big hopes for this. Again, not what I expected out of this beer. When you think of a wheat beer, you kind of know that kind of weedy flavor you get, and that sure. was not, to me, that was not present in this beer at all. It was actually, combined with those citra hops and the elderflower, it almost tasted like a really light IPA. Interesting. It was. Uh, it was that, really. That is definitely not what you would expect. It, it's. It really defies all thought. All thought in the universe. It defies. Interesting. Yeah, it was good. It, it's worth a definitely worth a try. Very light, very summery, very timely for the season. And then lastly, I had the suspicious, delicious oak aged saison, uh, which also did not provide the flavor palette I expected. Uh, I did not personally detect any oak aged in there. It was very lemony, unfiltered, and dry. Yeah, I, I avoided that one just because, you know, generally Cezanne's fall in the category that I'm not as big of a fan of. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's been some I've liked, but just 
on the whole, it's not something that I generally go for. Right. Uh, for me, I went with uh, two other ones. I actually had two of the same because I liked uh, one in particular, and then I had uh, a third. Uh, well, a fourth. The uh, Mr. Green Pale Ale, I had a one off of that. Um, now, was that name for... Uh, what was the Quentin Tarantino movie? No, not, not for the guy from Clue. No. No, not... not no. I don't know what you're Reservoir talking about. Reservoir Dogs. Quentin no, Tarantino, no. Mr. Not Green. Not for him either. Okay. Uh, it's actually named for the hops, and they use Cascade hops in this one. And... Um, you know, it's not bad. Uh, kind of a standard pale ale, a little bit, a little bit different than something like a Sierra Nevada. It's a little more, a little hoppier than those. Right. Um, but you know, it's it's not bad. It, it wasn't bad. Uh, my personal favorite I had today was uh, called the Smashy, and that is their IPA, their single malt IPA. They use Columbus hops, and um, I actually Which enjoyed that West quite Coast a bit. IPA. Well, it's Columbus hops. Yeah, that's it. what I'm saying. Which makes it a West Coast yeah. IPA. Yeah. Um, and it's di- it's different though. It's different than a lot of the standard West Coast IPAs. It's a yeah. little more, a um, little bitter, a little more bitter. Yeah. And uh, I, I quite enjoyed it. Uh, I will note something about this brewery that's a little bit different than a lot around here is that, other than the end of the week, most of these beers are only six or five percent or less. I mean, yeah. they're not they're not looking to get you wasted here. Yeah, they had the end of the week was the mo- was the highest. With, that was an eight point two. Yes, with eight point two, and um, the rest of them all fall in the four to six category. The Smashy was a six. Yeah. The uh, Mr. Green is four point five. I mean, they you know they're they're wanting to drink several and still be cool. Which know? may it may depend also on the time of year, but right now sure. this is what they well got. what they have on yeah what yeah. they have on tap right now. Yeah, and I haven't again. We haven't been here other times, so I don't know. I don't know how they play the rest of the right. Year, yeah, right exactly. Now, yeah, they're all in that very mild ABV content. Yeah, so my Which is not a bad thing. What was the favorite? Your favorite today was it the last one you just said? You just said? I would say the Smash is my favorite today. I surprisingly the one I didn't think I would like the Wabi Sabi the yeah. the Japanese Gozo was my favorite. It really it really reminded me of. It was so unexpected. I, I just I was very surprised by it, and pleasantly so. Yeah, because I I was a big Mountain Dew fan back in the day, and I haven't right. had it in many years. Uh, but love that flavor for whatever reason. That now, was terrible, make terrible. You go have a new Mountain Dew. Today. Yeah, I'm going to go mainline it right now. Okay, I'm going to put a funnel in my you're butt. Gonna get and back on, yeah. You're going to get back on Mountain Dew. Yeah, I'm going to start butt chugging it that every, makes sense. every morning. It's yeah. the only way to go. Oh yeah, of course. That's so the best way to taste it. What do you have collective brewing overall, the brewery? Um, we're going to do our standard ratings. I sure. Uh, of you know like. One to five. Yeah. We're not going to do thumbs like we did on the Periscope. Okay. So it's a different platform. It requires yeah, a different rating That's true. System. Periscope gets a different yeah. rating. Uh, I would say overall, I really do like their experimentation. I like their variety. Um, so for that, uh, I would give them 3.75 out of five. Yeah, I'm going to go four out of five. I really like the decor here. It's really, really well done. It's a great bird to bring somebody to if you want to show them a good example of just the like decor. The weathered look? Yeah, the weathered look. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's got... It's got cornhole. It's got... It's that very modern look of the filament lights, uh, dark interiors, dark it's woods. It's got cornhole and yoga pants. It's got cornhole and yoga pants. Um, now, as we said on Periscope, this is not... To me, these aren't the beards that I would just... If you're trying to convert somebody from a Budweiser or a Coors... Yeah. Yeah, I these, wouldn't, are, I, these aren't bridge beers. I, no, these are not bridge, gateway beers. Absolutely not. But it's a really cool-looking brewery. You say gateway, I say bridge. Yeah, tomato, tomato, potato, yeah, potato. doesn't matter. Potato, potato, manato. Uh, yeah, this is not the place for that. Right. I mean, you might get lucky one day, but I would. I think I would probably, if I'm... I mean, you might also get lucky, but... Uh, <laughs> That's a side issue. But uh, <laughs> I think I would probably go for some some other brewery before I would start in the experimental yeah. end but to convert somebody. But it's a... Decor wise, it's a really cool looking brewery, and kudos to that. And I, like you said, I really appreciate what they're trying to do here. Experimental, they've got some really interesting stuff going on. I really really appreciate the fact you issued kudos. That's yes. really going to yeah. kick it up a notch. It is kudos. Kudos means gold standard. It does. So I'm going to go with four out of five on this one. Nice. 
So next we're moving on to our very last, our old, an old standby. Uh, well, an old standby and a, a great, great buddy. Yeah. Community. All right, so we're at our final stop here. Uh, community, is, as is always with the brew bus, I think, is now, community is always the last stop. Now, after being here in the main area of community, I kind of hope one day we can make our way onto the community stage. <laughs> be the primary We podcasters. can podcast while everything else is going on. <laughs> that would be uh, kind of depressing because everybody would flee the brewery. I mean, nobody would care if we're doing it, but you and I, it'd be kind of a dream come yeah, true, right? Yeah, it would be a dream come true. So, yeah. uh, Lindsay, if you're listening, you're probably not, but if you're listening, Lindsay from Community, uh, put us on the stage. We'll, yeah. we'll not contribute anything to your business, but you'll make a dream come true. You'll, it'll be like um, Make-A-Wish, but for podcasters. Yes, exactly. We're not dying, but, I mean, maybe as a podcast we're dying, but not as I people. mean, emotionally, we're dying inside. Yeah, exactly. For lack of not being on the community We're dying stage. as humans. Yeah, of course. We're we're just dying in mentally every day. Right. A little piece of us dies every time somebody doesn't <laughs> listen to the show or stops listening midway through. Now, one of the interesting things, the funny things, when we were headed back from uh, Fort Worth from Collective Brewing, sorry, let me get closer to your... Yeah, you're talking in an NPR voice and you're way away from me. Sorry. And I, I do not have headphones. It's hard to tell in this in this crowd how loud I'm speaking since I have headphones on. You are talking very quiet. All right. Well, let me... You can let, kick it up a notch. Let me get close to your face right now. Okay. Oh, can God. you hear his beard? <laughs> can you hear the beard rub? Do you have me, Mark? I have you. Uh, I'm right in front of your face. <laughs> no, uh, uh, Tron... Uh, was he's he's the third leg of the brew bus apparently. Yes. There's they have three legs. They have they have <laughs> Matt and Matt and uh, Jordan and then Tron. And I don't know if that's a nickname or a real name, but I'm going to assume that's his God-given name. I'm going to yes. Did that God, is on his birth certificate. Did God give that to him directly. He, he named the Tron. It said, "You shall be Tron." His original name was Bruce Bro- Boxleitner, but now he's Tron. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> It was Steve Smith. It was something really generic. Yeah. Like, no, I'm, I'm naming you Tron. Anyways, he told us on the way over that when we were at Division, I'm um, sorry, Collective, we were doing some podcasting as well, and that some yoga hoser over there was really confused. She didn't understand what we were doing. Fort Worthers, man. I mean, what do you yeah. want from them? Well, they are like 20 years behind. They are on the uh, behind side of the Metroplex, yes. right? The bottom side, yeah. Yes. But she asked him what we were doing. He said that we're podcasting. She's like, yeah, but I just don't understand. Yeah. I didn't understand. I, I don't know that talking into a microphone and recording it is that difficult of a uh, concept to understand. But Yeah, I thought we had come far enough along. In Fort Worth, and, apparently, that hasn't, that hasn't yeah. hit yet. The, the, the Pony Express has not died out in Fort Worth, <laughs> apparently, that they don't understand what we're doing. We love you, Fort Worth. We're joking. I, we're joking. I think they're still recording under wax cylinders in Fort Worth. <laughs> No, it was just this lady is. It was just, not, she, it was just a really odd yeah. statement. Uh, yes, I would agree. The, amongst the yoga hosers over there, that uh, yeah, they, I, they didn't understand what we were doing. I will give a little local commentary and say that I do enjoy me some Fort Worth every now and again. Of we course, don't, we of don't course. get enough Fort Worth in us, being Dallasites. Yeah, and uh, it, it is an enjoyable time. The times we do get to go over there. Yeah, I, I love being inside Fort Worth. Yeah. Um, and I, I like being inside Rough and. Fort Worth has hard. the superior downtown. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's not even close. And they have the, uh, apparently, uh, copying Fayetteville, they have the Fort Worth Ale Trail. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like... Um, you don't get like anything a, for theirs, though. No, you don't. Uh, yeah. You get a koozie in Fayetteville. Yeah. Here, it looks like a little passport book. Here, you like just show it off to other people that you did it. Yeah. And you just go to different breweries and you get little stamps, and then apparently that's your, your token at the end as you get right. a prize. I think it'd be cool if Dallas did that, but you know, Fort Worth does a lot of cool things that Dallas doesn't do. That is true. Fort Worth, for those not in those, more relaxed. Uh, if you had to compare it to another city in Texas, it's more like Austin. Yeah, although they say it's redder. 
than uh, Austin or Dallas is. But well, that I could see that as well. It's a little more uh, Republican, hip, but as, yeah. outside of that, it is a lot more chill. Not as hippie. It is more chill. For uh, sure. I mean, a very good example is we had the uh, porn convention that wanted to come into Dallas. They yeah. fought it. Fort Worth just said, you know what? We'll take the porn convention. Yeah, they took the porn convention. Who cares? Yeah. Who again? So, who cares? you know. Yeah. Which is surprising, but there you go. Yeah, exactly. So They're Republicans, but they like to make money over there. <laughs> well, which, which is I, the which primary motivation of Republicans, I think. Yeah. So I when, understand. Also, when we were headed back, I read a story um, on the interwebs, um, something also Fort Worth is that not familiar is a brag. with. Yeah, Fort Worth is not, also not familiar with this. Uh, they are, they're still in CDMA over there <laughs> instead of LTE. But uh, Budweiser actually did something good for once. Uh, oh. Apparently, for, as a sports ball promotional event, they created a... I'm really interested in the whole VR world, VR gaming, like Oculus and the Samsung Vibe, I think it is. Right. Uh, and a few months ago, New York Times put out the Google Goggles, which was uh, it's like a paper headset. You can slip your Samsung phone into it. Yeah. And you have sort of a VR headset. Well, Budweiser teamed up with them and for an Atlanta Hawks game, I think it was, and they created a, a, a paper... Uh, like a cardboard headset, VR headset, but you could also put two cans of beer in it. Oh, so you slip your phone in, you have two cans of beer on top of it. So it seems like it'd be very heavy, though. Like you have it two does. giant cans of beer and you're leaning forward. Like you're trying to watch your Pornhub yeah. slash VR. In slash X Hamster. Yeah, yeah so I, I think those are conflicting sites. Right, you can uh, go, I don't think it's P- Pornhub.com slash VR slash X Hamster. <laughs> I'm sure they each have their own respective VR section. Slash you porn. Yeah, they're, they're, apparently Pornhub does have their own VR section now, though. <laughs> that does that surprise me. That as you move your head, you can look up into various Orify. Y- you know, Pornhub also has their own uh, individual gambling site as well. Oh, I did hear about which that. Which is kind of interesting, too. Hey, what's up? What's up? Podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> More wow. interest in the podcast. Yes. Uh, I would have given that gentleman a sticker, but he ran off. Played played Jenga. Um, Sorry for all the ambient noise. This is all from uh, the Kentucky Derby is today. Yeah. Uh, Mark put his life savings on it, so hopefully uh, whichever horse is uh, 251, that's the one that's going to win today. Yeah. Otherwise, you may never hear from him again. Yeah, from what I understand, they already have a hit on me anyways. Um, Sure, yeah. And it's... uh, The Derby has a hit on you? And the the Sour community, the Sour Beer community has a hit on me. They should. So... You treat them very unfairly. They my should bookie, have a hit on you. My bookie's after me in general, anyways. Yeah. So uh, my life is it is it definitely at risk here, but yes. that's okay. It's it's I live dangerously. I always live on the edge. Fair enough. But uh, I thought Budweiser. That's actually a good thing. Like uh, they're trying to innovate. It imitates the old beer hats of old from back in the eighties. Right. You'd have the baseball hat with the the two beers in it, and you could sip some straws. Well, you also enjoyed when they teamed up with Metallica and made Metallica Budweiser. Oh yeah, I loved all Which of it. Yes. Pretty much, I'm assuming tastes the same as regular Budweiser. Yeah. Was it called a different can? Was it called Fade to Black? Fade to Black IPA. It's just a black can that's a Metallica yeah, on it. So lame. I'm assuming it tastes the same. The same generic Budweiser yeah. beer. Yeah. So, so Mark may review that in his own shorty later. So while you're jacking it to your Pornhub.com/vr, you can enjoy two lovely beverages in your VR headset. I'm jacking off. <laughs> I'm always jacking on. Right. So uh, our final beer today, I, I think uh, I think we're both sipping final right brewery. Now. Final brewery and beer. There's a couple of beers, though. Well, yeah. I was I was thinking we've talked a lot about Community in the past. That's true. And I we're both right now drinking the Triple Yes Sir from Community, which was their anniversary beer. 
Yeah. You were drinking it earlier. I did drink it earlier. Yeah. That's true. It is their, uh, it's a triple IPA. They also have a Yes Sir Pale Ale. Uh, yes Sir? A yes Sir? A yes Sir? Uh, this was their anniversary for this year. I think it is spelled kind of like that, like a yes sir. Yeah, it's yes like, sir. Not like yes sir. Like, yeah, it's it's a very southern. Know, yeah, yes like sir. Fifties Boy Scout. You don't yeah. say it that way. It's, like exactly. it's kind of like all run together. Yeah, it's a it's a triple IPA. It is eleven point two percent ABV. I don't know the IBU right now, and I will never find out for you. Yeah. But uh, nobody can ever know that information. But can't be that high. Yeah. So what do you think of the uh, triple yes sir? Since we both had it, because we've talked about Legion before. We've talked about Mosaic IPA. Sure. Uh, a number of others. The the funnel cake. Uh, I thought it was pretty solid. Like I, I enjoy the triple IPAs. Um, you know, when I'm looking for something a little bit sweeter. Yeah. And the triple IPAs, it's funny because you progress, you go single, double, and then mm-hmm. it gets hoppier and hoppier. You kick, you kick it up to the triple, and almost everybody, not everybody universally, but almost everybody at that point says, "We got to throw some malt. We got to yeah. make this sweeter. We got to do something else because otherwise your tongue will die." Yeah. So they decide. I mean, even the Devil Dancer by Founders, any of these triple IPAs you find out there, they all kick it up. They all kick the uh, sweetness up a notch. Yeah, to balance it out. So, really, in fairness, if you wanted to introduce somebody to IPAs, it'd almost be better to introduce them to a triple yeah. than a single or you know, a double. That, that is an excellent point. It's something yeah. I hadn't thought of before. Because I thought about in the past when I initially got into, started getting into craft beer and how I hated IPAs. Right. You're absolutely right. Maybe the gateway thing to do is if you want to introduce somebody to a hop forward palate, or a hot forward taste in a beer is start them with a double or triple. Yeah. A really smooth, sweeter, high It is ABU. smoother than a lot of yeah. them. And yeah, and just slowly back that ass up into a higher, uh, more hot forward content. Right. Yeah, that, that's a good point. I, it's something I'd never thought of, but... That's what I'm here for. Great so basically, points. we need to find... No, you're not. You're, I'm like Tyrion you're Lannister. Here, I drink and I know things. You're here for your mediocre commentary, but that's okay. <laughs> you're here because we're friends. Uh, but no, it's a good point for once. For once yes. in your life. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um... No, that's a really good idea, and I think what we need to do is we need to find a random person. We just need to kidnap somebody off the street, you know, cartel style. Just pour a triple IPA down their throat yeah. and see what they think. We'll tie them up, you know, maybe put some barbed wire in their face, and then pour slowly. Uh, maybe, conduct- definitely. Oh, yeah. And uh, we'll definitely commit some sort of, you know, general mutilation, of course, just for to spice things up. Right. And then, uh, but then we'll pour IPAs down them and see how they slowly get accustomed to the palate, and they end up enjoying the IPAs, and then we'll release them back to the wild. That sounds good. Yeah, we'll release them. And, it, and we'll, we'll all be IPA fans. Yeah, we'll put them in a, a porta potty and roll them down a hill, and then they'll and then be released they will to the family. They'll love community and division from today. Yes. They were both, Specifically, yes. They both uh, make great IPAs. And then we'll shoot them full of hops. <laughs> and that sounds like a voracious crime we're about to commit. It does. Oh, no. There we go. That is the sound Someone of Giant over Jenga. Someone knocked over Jenga again. Giant Jenga, yes. Okay. Another popular so, game at Burries, by the yeah. way. We spoke We spoke to the of, uh, Cornhole, Cornhole earlier. and uh, Yoga, yoga pants. pants. And now we're talking about uh, Jenga. Uh, J- giant Jenga. Yoga Pants, not as popular in the Dallas side as it was in the Fort Worth, uh, Fort Worth side, I would say. Yeah. True. But I have there. I have seen Yoga Pants here. There's a presence, but it's yeah. not the majority like it so was in Fort it, Worth. It seems like Fort Worth appreciates Flip or Flop, Tart, Tart and Christina <laughs> more than Dallas does. They appreciate recording things on wax cylinders yes. and wearing Yoga Pants. They appreciate Flip That's or Flop a lot more, yeah. yeah for more exactly. of that, watch the HGTV if you're not familiar right. with what yep. I'm talking about. We watch... Thanks to our wives, we watch entirely too much HGTV. <laughs> that is true. Um, not because we want to, because we have to. Yes. Hey, you know, there's nothing wrong with... Uh, uh, it's what's, fine. What's the one the based the Waco? Uh, uh, country Fart and his wife? <laughs> Fixer Chip, Upper. Chip and Joanna, yeah. It's not called Chip and Joanna. <laughs> it's, it's called Fixer it's Upper. It's not called Country Fart and his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it will be now. 
it's an okay show. It's okay. I've been entertained all by watching. Them are, all of them are fine. It's, There's, not, it's a kind of a neutral thing between the sexes. HGTV bridges the gap. We all know that. It's not like I would sit there and, and, and binge watch it like I would Daredevil. If you and I lived in our own apartment together, would we watch HGTV? Probably not. Well, but I think we if cohabitate with women, when that, that's what happens. When that day comes, uh, everybody yeah. will realize that. When our wives leave together yes. and leave us alone, then, then we will do that. I think it's probably, as, as my wife seems to think, we're going to end up like, it's going to be end up being like the real life Grace and Frankie, where you and I move out and, and <laughs> we leave them announce everybody that we've yeah, had exactly. an affair for 40 years, and they're left together to be best friends. Right. And the, the, the wacky adventures they're in. But this podcast is not about our affairs. It's, it's not about, about our love of beer. Yeah, it's not. And so it's not today, about our love of HGTV. Right. Or watching Chip and Jonah country fart and his wife. <laughs> right. Or Tard and Christina in her yoga pants. So of the breweries today, Mark, I mean, community is a given. We sure, we love, love community. They're, but, they're, they're there. But they're like, but, home, they're like home base. They're, yeah, exactly. They're your home they're, field advantage. They're always going to be in the mix. Yeah. But out of the other two, Division and uh, what was the other one? Collective. Collective. Yeah. Collective. I apologize. Collective. Um, would you revisit any of their beers again? Oh, sure, totally. I, I mentioned, I mentioned in okay. I like what Division's doing on the IPA front because they do a lot of IPAs. They give a little special love to the wild ales, the the sours. And that's cool. That's really cool. And I'm, I'm interested to see what else they do. Um, they're because they've done a few other. They did the Ben Stout. The uh, they did a, a mild ale. So I'm interested to see what else they do. And I think their variations on an IPA are really good. I, th- I worry that they're maybe a little too ambitious for given how young they are, but it's cool to see that they have a, such a large pal- uh, I'm sorry, uh, portfolio. That's the word I was looking for. Now, um, we've been distracted. Apparently there's a car show going on here, and there's like a tiny power wheels of a Volkswagen Somebody, that just yeah, raced like, in. Like remotely, too. There was no child. drove in a bug. There was no child uh, in it. It's like half the size of a real bug. Yeah, yeah. It's, kinda, it's not like a tiny remote control car. It's a huge it's, one. It's huge. I'm pretty sure I could... But, I could fit my fat body in that. Sorry, that aside. Uh, now, collective, I I mentioned in from a exp- more Jenga, from an experimentation, 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 yeah. experimentation, experimental side. Yeah, yeah, experimental side. They're doing some really, really interesting things on the experimental side, which is cool. Right. Now, I'm not crazy about wild ales, and and I know I just we talked about division. I'm not as crazy about the sours and the pretendomyces and lactobacillus and all that jazz. They don't speak well to my palate, right. but I think it's cool that they're trying to do crazy things. And the was the wabi sabi was a cool experiment that completely defied my expectations. Sure. Now, for me, Division is covering two things I like a lot. They cover IPAs and double IPAs and triple IPAs, which has been well documented on the right. show. I love that sure. stuff. And then they're also starting to branch into the sours. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love sours. Unlike you, I, I do like them quite a bit. Usually I like sours. It's pretty yeah. rare I don't like them. Yeah. So they're doing two of my favorites, and that's all they're doing, which I love. They're mm-hmm. not trying to throw out some stupid lager. They're not right. trying to throw out anything. Out. They're they're going with – they know their things they want to do, and that's, yeah. what they're, that's what they're going for. Yeah. And, so and, I enjoy that quite a bit. Bit. I do fear, like they talked about in the brew bus, mm-hmm. that you know the sours will take over and cut out the IPAs. I hope that doesn't happen because they they have a couple of really good IPAs there. They do, they do. Um, so I hope they can keep both going. Uh, they had one of the best sours I've ever had there. Yeah. In all honesty, which is what, by the way, those of you who live in Texas or the vicinity, uh, just that's what happened in Jester King is they went totally yeah. wild ale slash sour. It took over their brewery and that was it. Yeah. Um, you know, we hold we we heard a story today, which I'm sure we can discuss here. About uh, even Peticolas, somebody brought in a wild a wild sour ale 
uh, as a volunteer that worked there, and they opened it up, and, and they it was freaked just a, out about it because... They were just trying to do a bottle share. Yeah, they were doing a bottle share, and uh, they freaked out about it, understandably so, because once that stuff gets, yeah. you know, released, then it takes over the whole thing. And That's why, you know, like Lakewood, they're building a whole separate a facility. Yeah. It's like going to be separate from everything else, so and that does that, not happen. There was a brewer that they were doing a... a tour of various breweries to each other's brewery rooms, and I forget which brewery it was, but they were taking them into their their brewery. To, it was some people from Dallas that took down to Austin. Right, yeah. and one of them worked at a facility, I forget which one, who had the made sour beers, wildly fermented ales, and he had a big beard like Jordan does from Dallas Brew Bus, and they would right. not let him in the brew house <laughs> because they said you have... Uh, you you're potentially tainted. have you're tainted with uh, wild bacteria in your beard, and you're not because you work for a brewery that does sour ales and wild fermented. You're not allowed to be in here. Sure. So it, it shows you how they can do it. So hopefully you're right. I I, I love. I think they have a great array of IPAs. Yes. At that brewery, and I actually personally, I would rather see them concentrate on IPAs than sour <laughs> ales, just because. I know that's your palate. It is, but I'm saying from the Derby is running right now, guys. I apologize yeah. for the background if noise. If you like, if you like Kentucky hor- Derby is active. If you like horse ball, this is your. <laughs> This is the day. Um, what was I going to say? Um, you would rather them focus on the IPAs over the yes, sours. Yes, because I think, but I what, think the sours are more unique to this market. I think if you're going to be a microbrewery in this market, though, I think what we may start to see more of is specialization. And yeah, I think yeah. that's kind of what we've seen with the vision is a specialization on IPA. And sure. then, of course, they branched out into sours and a couple others. True. But they are so heavy in the IPA. I think that's something we're going to see more in the microbrewery to stay alive and not get squashed like we've seen yeah, with the Firewheel, for instance. They, I like that the microbreweries have figured out that they don't need to be everything to everyone. Yes. They have their own individual right. sex that they're picking out, and that's great. Um, now, on to Collective. Yeah. Um, Collective gave me, and this this may sound like a negative, but I actually don't think this is a negative. They gave me kind of a hipster vibe, like yeah. they they're sure. gonna they're gonna do their own thing. Yeah, you know, screw anybody, whatever they want to do. It's mm-hmm. a, they're gonna do what they're gonna do. Yeah, and they do like offbeat IPAs, offbeat sours, offbeat yeah. uh, stouts. Like everything is different. Like right. the dark chocolate stout we talked mm-hmm. about. The uh, the sour is you know everybody loves their sour. I unfortunately did not get one of those today. I should have gotten that uh, as the sour lover on the right. show. I should have done it. And then uh, their IPA is different, too. They do Columbus hops, which a lot of people around here don't do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of like that, too. I kind of like the idea of saying we're just going to be what we're going to do. Off the wall. We don't really yeah. care. And, you know, and it, I think that's important. It's important yeah. to have those guys that kind of branch out there and are kind of crazy. Yeah. They're kind of the lunatics on the fringe doing things. And they do it without being, uh, well... I'm just going to say it without being douchey like Jester King is. Yeah. They do their own thing without, without being that. They don't, don't come across look, that way. We don't know that way. We have, I mean, I haven't been to Jester King. We just know they... I've that, been to Jester King twice. Okay. The so pretend, I can, to I can me, attest to them. The pretentiousness that just <laughs> wafts about their I, general profile. I mean, in fairness to Jester King, they're cool enough where they have a pizza shop that's yeah. on premises yeah. that serves beers from a lot of other breweries. Right. Uh, they know that they're successful. They don't need my praise because they're going right. to do whatever they're going to do. Uh, like I said, they just they kind of give an air of that. that right. Uh, it's a little more. And we talked about the their anti whaling stance, yeah. but, but promoting whaling. I mean, so. great. I don't wish them failure or anything. Hopefully, they do fine. They're yeah. just not. It's not my bag. That's right. all. But I didn't get that whole thing from Collective. Yeah, that, that's all I'm saying. I, th- I think they I, were a little more casual and a little more laid back, but they were also going to do their own thing. And yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 like I appreciate that. their experience. I think they're both important for their own reasons, and I think it's sure. good to see these are two birds we hadn't been to before, and it's good to see a bit of just. 
playing on the fringe of things. And yeah. I think that's important to the North Texas beer industry. Something we haven't seen very much of. Except and it was a cool game. progression because you went from division that yeah. was tiny yeah. to collective that's kind of mid-range. To and now we're here which community is, is massive. Relatively massive. For, yeah. you know, and, and for Matt, craft beer. Anyways, I know this was getting this show was getting extremely local. We're about to be uh, swamped out by music here, yeah. but uh, this was getting this yeah, is extreme, get out here. extremely local show. We're gonna so, be thrown out by Derby and uh, local yeah. music. So I hope we, I hope everybody enjoyed the episode. Uh, don't forget, you can find us on iTunes. Uh, if you don't subscribe to the show, you should. Uh, you, should, you should follow us on Twitter so you see us periscope this yeah, stuff. Yeah, we, we periscope. We Since post. We had nobody watches today. You can find us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> uh, Tumblr, uh, Reddit. If you're uh, if you're a Reddit guy, reddit.com slash r slash. You got to see this guy's beautiful face. That's what we do on all the periscope. We focus on Mark. Uh, you he's, should. Also, he's well manicured. He's you know. You should also upload those videos to Facebook. I will. Yes. Yeah. So you'll uh, be able to see him later. Yeah, you can find us on Facebook as well. If you want to have any comments, uh, email us brewbloodshow at gmail.com. I'll, I'll throw it on MySpace. <laughs> Call us at four six nine. Numbers. There's numbers. I beer. Can't it's something beer. Yeah. Two three three seven. I can't remember the number right now. At any rate, it's in the We're show. We're very professional yes. here. Hey, well, I've had beers. I've had drinks. So, uh, brewbloodshow at gmail.com. I said that already. Thanks. At the brewbloods. Yes. Oh, at brewbloods, not the brewbloods. Don't go there. <laughs> All right. Well, at the mark. At the Dustin. <laughs> no, at the that w- is not correct. That is not correct. At the Mark with a C. At the WS9775 on Twitter. And at Bloods on Twitter for yes. us in general. So, for Dustin and Mark. For Mark, I'm Dustin. Probst. Jeff Probst.